Welcome to Ted In Your Head, the podcast where we grab a hold of our minds and ask, what's happening here? Where we answer the question, what can I do with this? And where we seek to powerfully decide, this is what I want to create. This is your host, Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, a success performance coach, and a fellow explorer of what is possible. Come on, let's check it out. Greetings and welcome to podcast number four, The Voice in Your Head. So in the past two podcasts, we've been talking about happiness. We talked about how our culture can keep us from being happy by programming us to be unhappy. And it does that by influencing us to believe that we need this or that to be happy. Fact is, we've been programmed in a lot of ways that might be holding us back from happiness, health, and success. Some of this programming came from other people, but some also came from us. From beliefs we formed a long time ago, from decisions we made during times of stress or trauma, and from things we saw or heard that we believed were true. So the question is, how can we be aware of this programming and how can we start to change it? And that leads us to the topic of today's podcast, The Voice in Your Head little sound effect using a coffee cup. You have a voice in your head. You probably know this. If you don't, you should. You might be thinking, what voice? What is he talking about? I don't have a voice. Maybe he has a voice in his head, but I certainly do not have one in mine. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's the voice. It's okay. We all have the voice in our heads. Maybe more than one. And this voice in your head goes by many names. Thinking, monkey mind, internal chatter, running commentary, self-talk. This voice allows us to make sense of our world. We judge, we analyze, we compare, we search for meanings, patterns, relationships. What most people call this voice is me, I, myself. The important thing to remember here is that the voice in your head is not you. It's a tool that you use. Just like a hammer is not you, your thinking is not you. It's something you use. But here's the problem. We think the voice is who we are. Consequently, we believe everything the voice says. Like that t-shirt, right? I just do what the voices tell me to do. Did you ever have the experience of saying something out loud and then you thought to yourself, that's totally something my dad would say? Was that your voice? Or was it your father's voice? Or mother or grandfather, teacher, coach? How much of the voice in your head is really your own? How much of the voice in your head is the voice of someone else? In my hypnotherapy practice, I call this self-talk. One of the first questions I ask my hypnotherapy clients is, what does your self-talk sound like? What does the voice in your head say to you most of the time? And most importantly, is your self-talk serving you? Think about it. Is the voice in your head supportive, encouraging, positive, or is it discouraging and negative? Have you ever heard the voice in your head say, I'm no good at that. I'm a failure. I'll never be able to do that. I'm such an idiot. I hate looking at myself in the mirror. One of the most difficult things for us as modern humans is to get some distance from the voice so that we can observe it. And that's how we begin to change it. 
That's why practices like meditation can be so valuable. When we meditate, we set time aside so that we can step back and observe the voice in our heads. Now, why is that a good thing? It's a good thing because most of us are slaves to the voices in our heads. And until we can observe the voice with some kind of detachment, it rules us. Do you want to have more freedom from unwanted thoughts? More peace of mind? Try this. Throughout the day, ask yourself the following questions. What's happening in my mind right now? What am I thinking now? Why do I think that? How do I know that's true? How does thinking these thoughts make me feel? It's called self-inquiry, and it's very powerful. Realize that you create your reality using the voice in your head with your thinking, thought by thought, sentence by sentence. We end up believing the reality we create, and we act from these beliefs. Now, this idea of our thoughts not being who we are is a very ancient idea. This line of inquiry can be quite complex, ranging from the deeply philosophical to the obvious and mundane. On the one hand, there's the concept of the ego, and the question of, who am I, really? One of the biggie questions of human existence. On the other hand, for most of us, there's at least the awareness that there's habitual patterns of thinking we have that are at the very least self-limiting, if not self-defeating. A 17th century philosopher by the name of Descartes is famous for the statement, I think, therefore I am, cogito ergo sum, which he saw as a primary truth. 300 years later, another famous philosopher, Jean-Paul Sartre, realized that when you are aware that you're thinking, that awareness is not part of the thinking. Now, these concepts are discussed in depth in two books that I highly recommend, The Power of Now and A New Earth, both by Eckhart Tolle. For our purposes, let's assume for a second that who you are is not your thoughts. Consider that who you really are is the thinker of your thoughts. That is, who you are is the awareness that you're thinking, or the awareness that you have a thought. Stay with me here for a second, okay? See, the problem that plagues us as a species is that we really believe that who we are is our thoughts. Like I talked about before, thoughts such as, I'm no good at this, or I'm good at this, or this is who I am, or this is who I am not. Who we think we are, we can call our story. Each of us has a story about who we are. Consider that for the most part, this story is not real, it's invented. And that this invention is an invention of our own, or in part, an invention that we inherited. Consider, for example, these two statements. My business failed, and I am a failure. Now, the first statement, my business failed, is a statement of fact. It's what happened. The second statement, I'm a failure, is a story about what happened, an interpretation. I think we can agree that not everyone who's had a business fail is a failure or thinks of themselves as one. One of the most important skills that we can learn to develop is to be able to make the distinction between who we are and what we think, and to understand that most, if not all, of our thoughts are interpretations or stories of events. 
and may have little to do with what's really going on out there. To repeat, I'm talking about learning to be detached from your thought process so that you can observe your thoughts and change them if they're not working for you. Besides meditation, there's also journaling or writing down your thoughts in a journal. These can be a very effective way to develop awareness of your thoughts. Of course, seeing a psychotherapist or hypnotherapist like myself can be quite helpful as well. So for this coming week, observe and listen to the voice in your head, but don't you believe a word of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to TED In Your Head. This podcast has absolutely nothing to do with TED Talks or TEDx or any other TED except me, Ted Moreno. Thanks to Zach Shaw for his assistance in producing this podcast. For more information, you can go to my website at www.tedmoreno.com. Please connect with me on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Google+. And remember what Q said to Picard. The exploration that awaits you is charting the unknown possibilities of existence.